We've been talking about Jesus, right? And, and who Jesus is. And we've seen that Jesus is human, that Jesus is playful, that, that Jesus is uh, intentional, that he gives great gifts, that he really cares for people, that he speaks the truth to people's hearts. Um, that he will disrupt your life. We've, we've seen so much about Jesus and who he is. Uh, the healer of broken hearts, and he's inviting. inviting. He says, come and see. So today I want to talk about something else about Jesus. And I promise I'm going to go fast. Mankind has a problem. All of human humanity has a problem. And it started in the garden with Adam and Eve. God said, don't eat from that tree or you will die. Adam and Eve ate from the tree and they died. Now they didn't die physically right away, but there was a great change that took place in their hearts. They were hiding from God, they were covering their sin, and they were blaming somebody else for it. And from that moment on, every human being has been in that state. Alive but dead. And it's funny, we, we look at things and we see this, but we don't really recognize or know what we're talking about. I'm reminded of my wife's grandpa. He lived in Longmont, Colorado, which is at the base of Long's Peak over there, which is a beautiful mountain in Colorado. And the family would go visit him, and they'd be sitting on his back patio with that mountain scene, and he'd be eating a big old bowl of ice cream with his family. And he'd look around at everybody and he would say, Man, this is living. And that's always spoke to me because at moments like that, he was alive. What about the rest of our lives? You know what I mean? How we're just... <laughs> Did you see that picture of that throng of people? moving down that street in Japan shoulder to shoulder is that alive? oh their flesh is alive but is that living? <laughs> I don't think so we try to find life in all kinds of things why do we like sports so much? because it gives us a chance to live through somebody who has skills that we don't have and they won the game and we say, yay, we are the champions. And I don't know about you, but I sat on the couch during the whole thing, so I don't really think I'm one of the champions. They might be, but I'm not. I didn't even play. And so we're in this condition, all of mankind, dead. And then Jesus comes. And Jesus changes everything. And so... I just kind of picked some verses through uh, the book of John. And I'm just going to read these with you. John 1, 4. In him, that's Jesus, was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. Jesus has life in him. The thing you were missing, Jesus has. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I used to think as a kid that eternal life meant that someday after I die, then my eternal life begins. Thank God it's been revealed to me by the power of the Holy Spirit that I don't have to wait. I'm alive now. Eternal life has already begun. Right? Because I'm alive now because of Jesus. 
John 4.14, whoever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. Jesus gives us this water, and it's welling up inside of us to life. He's brought us to life. John 5.21, for just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son gives life to whom he is pleased to give it. You want to be alive? Jesus is your answer. He gives life. John 5.24, very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged but is crossed over from death to life. See, I'm so excited about life because the alternative of living without Jesus, there is nothing, there's no hope, vanity. Everything I do outside of Jesus, remember Ethan this morning talking about his grandparents' possessions? Without Christ, the end of my life is somebody disposing of my possessions. The end. I don't want to live that way. I don't want to live that, one, that way one moment. I want to cross over from death to life. I want to be alive in Jesus Christ. John 6.40 For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life. And I will raise them up at the last day. This is God's will. It's what he wants is that we have eternal life. John 6, 57. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. Want to be alive? Feed on Jesus. He'll make you alive. Being alive changes everything. It changes the way you interpret the day-to-day activities in your life. Being alive, I have a view that is eternal. Yeah, bad things happen on this earth. We live in a condemned world. It's a mess, right? There's chaos, death, and destruction everywhere. But because I am alive, I have a totally different view of the world. John 6, 63, the Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. Here's the key. How's it done? Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit. I was spiritually dead. And Jesus put His Spirit in me. And His Spirit bonded with my dead spirit. And now I am spiritually alive forever. Full of the Spirit and life. The Holy Spirit gives me everything I need. He speaks to me. He calls me. He leads me. He points me to Jesus. He gives me strength and courage. He carries me on when I can't carry on myself. John seven thirty eight. Whoever believes in me, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. You see what that means? So, I believe... Just the scripture said, and the Holy Spirit is in me, and now there's living waters welling up in me. 
Does anybody ever know what happens when like a bucket or a pond or a pool or a spring has too much water in it? It overflows and flows out of a spring. That's what makes a spring a spring instead of a pond. The spring has water bubbling up in it and it flows out. That describes us. The Holy Spirit, the living waters are so abundant in us that it now can flow out and others can feed on that same living water that I have and that you have, that life. John 10.10 The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. There is a battle going on, my friends. And the enemy is doing everything he can to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus has a different plan for you. And that plan for you is life to the full. Life to the full. So there's death and chaos and destruction around us. And how do we move forward? Why don't we just hunker down and cover ourselves up and wait? Why? Because we have life to the full. Think of firefighters. They see a building on fire. And there's people inside trapped in the fire. What do the firefighters do? They run to the fire. Right? They say, oh no, we've got to get in there and save them. See, that's the kind of life we have. So I see turmoil and chaos and just yuck. And my natural man wants to pull back and say, well, that's sure too bad. I'm sorry for them. But the life that Jesus has in me says, no, run to that. Run into that with all the spirit of the living waters. The Holy Spirit in me, welling up in me that overflows, that I have life to the full. That's what it's like to be in the kingdom. John 10, 28. I five, I think it's supposed to be I give them eternal life. <laughs> and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. You hear that? I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. You feel safe and secure yet? Let's go through it one more time. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. That's life, my friends. John 11, 25 and 26. Jesus said to her, this is Mary, Lazarus' brother who was dead. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. You believe this? I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even if they die. And if we live by believing in him, we will never die. Now, the Bible's full of confusing things like this, right? So let's see, if I die, I'm going to live, but if I live, I'll never die. Both true. My flesh is bound to perish. I'm going to die. My body will die. Matter of fact, my body is dying right now as you look at it. It's being regenerated day by day. When the regeneration stops, the body will be dead. That's my future. But not me. That's the future for my body. I am a soul. I have a body. I will live forever. 
my body will be replaced. John 11, 25 and 26. Now John 14, 17. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. The spirit lives in you and will be with you. You, believer in Jesus Christ, are alive. You are really living. But Tony, I don't feel like I'm living. You are at a crossroads here, my friend. You can accept the truth of God or your confused feelings. You don't feel alive. I have really good news for you. You can start living by the truth and your feelings will change to reflect that truth. I'm not saying your feelings don't matter. I'm saying your feelings are not God. And God says you are alive. And if you are alive, then you are truly alive. And the Spirit lives in you and lives with you. And your feelings can change based on the truth of what is true. John 17, 3. Now this is eternal life. That they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. What's eternal life looking like? Looks like knowing Jesus. Knowing God the Father, knowing God the Son. That's what it looks like. That's eternal life. Knowing Jesus. Now this is not, doesn't mean knowing scripture. It means knowing Jesus. When I die, Lana can write a book about my life and you can all read it. And you'll know a lot of things about me. But your best chance of getting to know me is by hanging out with me. The best chance you have to get to know Jesus? Hang out with Jesus. Read the book. Absolutely read the book. Read the book. It's a really good story. But it's a story about Jesus who is alive and who loves you and can give you eternal life. John 20, 31. But these things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. I know a lot of these, and a lot of these words are eternal life and, and the hope of what is to come. And I fully believe in that life. And I don't believe it's our Sunday school version of life on a cloud behind some big gate made out of a pearl. I believe that exists. I don't believe that what the kingdom of heaven is like for all of us. Jesus says I'm going to reign with him. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what I'm going to reign over. But I'm going to reign with him. Jesus said that if you've lost husbands or fathers or mothers or sons or daughters or fields in my name, you'll get a hundred times back. Now what in the world am I going to do with a hundred fields in the kingdom of heaven if I'm living in the four square city? I don't understand. You're right, I don't understand, but I believe that heaven is going to be an incredible experience for all of us. And that we are going to live with life in Jesus' name. And that has begun today. Living life in the power of Jesus' name. That I am fully alive. Everything we've talked about today, grace and truth and mercy and peace and freedom is available because of life in Jesus.
Who's Jesus? He's the giver of life. My body needs help staying alive. Doesn't yours? See, I can't do that on my own. I can't even make my hair grow. Can't do that. I cannot make myself breathe. Breathe in, breathe out. That happens. I don't even think about that, right? It just happens. My heart, even with my new mechanical valve, made out of tissue, they told me that they would stop my heart and they didn't really have to start it back up. It just had to have blood in it again. That's what they told me. They said, most times we don't have to start the heart back up. We just hook it back up and put the blood in there and it starts beating. And I've thought a lot about that. That's what life is really like. When I get touched by the blood of Jesus, I come alive. And that's who I am in Jesus because he is the giver of life. Before the fishermen met him, they were fishermen. Dragging fish out of the water into the store. What are you going to do tomorrow? I'm going to go fishing and drag fish in and sell them at the store. What are you going to do next month? I'm going to go drag fish in and sell them at the store. And then one day I'll retire and get to take a cruise on a nice boat someplace where we don't have to fish. And that's the sum of life. Right? Isn't that what you see when you look around? People are dying to have life through a boat or a motorcycle or through a, a vacation or a beautiful home or a nice quilt or a bubble bath. Anything like that that could possibly give me life. And don't get me wrong, I love the pleasures that God has given us. But only because they reflect on what real life looks like through Jesus Christ. And that life is available to you because of Jesus Christ. He changes everything about you. I've been writing computer software for a long time. And then I came to know Jesus intimately and personally. And you know what? I still write computer software. And it consumes a lot of my time writing that stuff. But everything has changed about me. The reason I write it, the way I write it, the way I interact with people who buy it and who help me write it, what I do when I'm not there, the way I live, the way I look at things, the, the way I value things, all change because Jesus has given me life. The one who dies with the most toys doesn't win. He has the biggest estate sale. I'm not interested in a big estate sale. I'm interested in life to the full. God has blessed me with many nice things. And most of them need a new home, so if you need something, let me know. <laughs> but what God has really blessed me with is life to the full. Life to the full. That when, when the days and the cares of this world wear me down, Jesus fills me back up and gives me life to the full. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. My cup overflows. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And I went brain dead. Somebody finished Psalms 23. Say that again. Thank you. Truly, surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's life to the full. That's what Jesus has to give. That's available to you, to everyone you know, and to those you don't know even in Japan. Life to the full, only available through Jesus, who is the giver of life. Let's pray. Jesus, wow, you are incredible. Everything I was lacking, everything I need, you provide, Jesus. The thing I needed most was life. And you are the giver of life. You have forgiven me of sin. You have canceled the written code. And now I stand before you as a son. A joint heir with you, Jesus. You and I are on equal footing now in the kingdom of heaven. It's incredible what you've done for us. And who you are. Jesus, send your spirit to each one today. Give us eyes to see you and ears to hear your voice. We stand against the enemy who is trying to steal, kill, and destroy this very message and this life that you have, Jesus. By the power of your cross, we stand against that and stand with you, declaring the truth that you are life, Jesus. And you are the light of men. And we love you. Give ourselves to you. We pray all this in your name. Amen.